Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Say, Josh Whittaker. And say Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. Oh, lovely. That's nice. She sounded surprised by um your name, as what, if she'd yeah. gone. Oh, those t- I get to do that. Oh, what, those two together. <laughs> those two together. <laughs> oh, that's a good pair. Oh, I, I do find kids. Oh, I'm more excited to say my name than yours. Yours froze them a bit. Widdicum and uh, Beckett. But and Ker must be and, but and Ker's, yeah. must be fun for them. Oh, but but and Ker when you're a kid. But, but and Ker. <laughs> You're the key players when you get <laughs> the cut. But um, that is from Stuart Sellers. Oh, that SS. SS. That's isn't it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> from Hamburg. <laughs> and she <laughs> is our daughters, who are five, and uh, this is our youngest, Penelope, who turns three this week. I love the name Penelope. It's a good name. It's a great name, Penny. I used to play with O Penny as a kid. I think I spoke about this. You what? It was basically Playmobil for girls in the 80s. And I know, oh, yeah. toys aren't gendered, no, no. but they were in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, hardcore gendered. Um, but Pe- Penny's lovely. Thank you, Penny. Well done. Um, Josh, how have you been? What's, what's happening in your world? How's well, your daughter? Well, I can't believe this. She's managed to s- drop both her naps. So her nap's gone twice a week. Okay. It was like, every day, wasn't it? Yeah, so we lost five of them a week, I'd say. Oh. A couple of days a week, she'll be so tired that she'll still relapse. <laughs> relapse is a strong word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll fall off the wagon yeah, with a nap. Yeah, be given the all clear from naps. <laughs> <laughs> she's, yeah. So she's, she's been given the all clear. But um, she's stopped watching television. Just completely lost interest. Like... I know young people don't watch telly, but like yeah. she's, she's, she's not. Yeah, she's on Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's not gone. I think the days of scheduling are over. Yeah. She's like she's stopped. So you'll go. Do you want to watch the Clangers? Yeah. Not a bite. So so now the days are just endless because <laughs> there, there's no moment when she's yeah. not doing something. Well, the drop in the nap's good because you can go out for the day. Where before yeah. you don't want to go out for the day because you want to rush back for the nap. Yeah, or exactly. the nap finishes and it's too yeah. late. But, so what telly are on offer for her? Like Anything. You'll just be throwing anything. Have you got apps as well? Or is it just CBeebies or like whatever's on Sky or... Yeah, well, we've got all the like Netflix and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but it's it's not a taste thing. So she's got all the options. It's not she's like got you've just the, got one like video that's going, going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You'll literally list everything she's ever been into. Yeah. And then she just won't watch any of them. But then on Saturday, we had a babysitter who stayed over... Uh, so that we could have a lion after going out. Oh, lovely. And came down and uh, she uh, Javi, the babysitter, she'd managed to get. Javi? I've not picked up much work since Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> she's great though, Javi, because she, she just manages to find space yeah. and like, she's, yeah, always, she's always there. She's, she's always, always open. But, you know. Exactly. 100% meal completion, right? Yeah. But um, they were watching A Bug's Life. Yeah. And then um, 
I think it was a bit old for her because mm. she she was watching it like it was a bit like a slasher movie. Like she looked oh, yeah. scared, and then the moment Jan- those grasshoppers are scary though. Yeah, in Bugs Life, oh my days, they are. But she was watching it. Yeah, which you take even oh, if, yeah. even if it's because she can't move because she's petrified. Yeah, you take that. Keep her quiet. And then the moment Javi left, she just walked away. So it's like she. I don't know what it is. Oh, right. So I don't know what to do. I'm now Maybe having been the in opposite East conversations. She's so like East London. I don't even have a telly, actually. I just read. <laughs> she's stuck up. <laughs> she know what she, she is. She she's stuck. that liberal elite. <laughs> sitting there, ivory tower, no TV. <laughs> she doesn't understand the common man. What's wrong with her? <laughs> What's wrong with catchphrase? <laughs> Mr. Chip, say what you see. <laughs> anyway, that's been my week. How's yeah. your week? Well... Big news this week. Big news. We put a call out for your help, and I want to say thank you. The it's an unprecedented amount of emails. Do you, do you want me to? Do you want to hear the well, advice, or do you want to tell well, us what the situation? Well, the situation is, we were supposed to be driving to northern Spain yep. on a family holiday this year, and we were driving because it would be easier because of COVID, because of no flights, blah 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 blah. However, last week we decided to cancel the holiday. Because yeah. we was only going to lose like ninety pounds or something in. I think we can even get that back, so we wouldn't have lost any money because yeah. the balance was all due. Luckily, we did cancel it because we had cold feet about, oh, what if it rises again? Because the news about Spain, but Spain is now on the quarantine list. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah. we couldn't have gone because I wouldn't have been able to work when I got back. Yeah. And also now, because I said it on air, I couldn't even sneak it back. Everyone knows I've been. I'm asking for <laughs> advice, so I couldn't even cut. Wait go, a minute. Are you going to northern Spain? Yeah. Is this your Rob cover Beck story? Rebecca's gone, gone loose swimming. He only came back from Spain two days ago. <laughs> Twelve more days, Beckett. Quarantine. Um, so we've cancelled it now. What are you replacing it with? Um, two days camping in Kent. Oh my god! Kill me. Oh my- <laughs> you live in Kent. I know. So why are you camping? That's where you live. I think I was so. It's just a worse version of your life. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not. I'm. I grew up in a terraced house. With yeah. Four brothers three bedroom hours like I'm used to sleeping near people that stink of shit <laughs> I don't want to do it on holiday right however my wife Lou's a bit my middle class think it'll be great all her mates are going I'm, to be fair though I'd like to do two days because the kids will love it yeah. they'll absolutely love it it'll be fun and then we can just put them into bed and then all the grown ups can sit around a campfire get drunk you yeah, don't have to worry nice. about babysitters you're already in one place and you can enjoy it right? yeah so we've done all that, but I still think the advice for a long drive will help because wow. now it's on you, Josh, because you're driving for seven hours to Cornwall. Well, that's, do you know what? In the last 48 hours I've read these emails, that's become more and more penciled. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we've got a situation where I've actually toyed with this, as mm. I said to Rose, because it's a long drive. If we do it, yeah. why don't... <laughs> You and my daughter get the train, okay. and then I'll pick you up from the station because she'll have a much better time. So yeah. you, she could get the train, say to Devon. I, just, I can't work out who's got the better deal. <laughs> I think it might be you. It might be, but Rose can't drive, so my hands are tied. Yeah. So where will you drop them at? Like you'll drop them at like the main, like Waterloo. Yeah, uh, Paddington. Paddington. But I, right. I, I wouldn't be able to do that bit either because I'd need okay. to go ahead because it takes so much longer to drive. You know, so Rose, your daughter, are going to have to get from East London to Pendleton, which is, a, I'd say, a, that's an a, arsehole of a journey. No, 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 no. Don't, they that's can get, they, they can get a black cab. Okay, uh, so, yeah, so they're going to get a black cab probably half an hour, 40 minutes? Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so, so they're already doing quite a lot of driving. It's a lot of fun in a black cab <laughs> for a small child. <laughs> yeah, as long as they're not paying. Um, <laughs> and I say that and my dad is a black cab driver, okay? <laughs> Um, Even a two-year-old is watching that money go. That is fast. <laughs> that is mental. I mean, <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so, so they're going to go to Paddington in a cab. Then what's the train journey to Cornwall? Well, I'd meet them in Devon. Cause we oh, because so oh, you're going to stay with family. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's about three, four hours. On the... No, it's only two hours and a half. Two and a Do half you know hours. What? I think that's a good idea. And the drive is four hours. But it's expensive though because you're having to pay for petrol and for train tickets. Yeah, but I'm willing to. I'm willing to do that. You're willing to do that for the good of the holiday. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to spend a bit. <laughs> exactly. And if I have to sit in silence listening to music and podcasts on my own for four hours, so be well, it. Can I come with you? <laughs> we can record. No, because I want to see him. And I'll just, I'll just train back. <laughs> um, okay, so that's your because that's yeah. a, no, then, that, that, how far I, is it? From I would say place? to say that's the plan yeah. uh, would imply that I've managed to push that through okay so Rose is still showing she's certainly not said no out of hand could you dangle the carrot of a trip to the knickknack shop <laughs> <laughs> so you can buy six dangerous knickknacks just think not only have you got boot space for knickknacks you've got four seats exactly for knickknacks because you'll be on the train <laughs> so um, here's some news from people who've made these journeys and how okay. bad it is yeah this is from Stephanie Lyons I have no advice but I have a cautionary tale my parents stay in the south of France for several weeks every summer, and one year my husband and I decided it would be a good idea to drive there with my five-year-old son and four-year-old daughter. The plan was we'd make the journey part of the holiday with a couple of overnight stops and a ferry journey from Dover to Calais. That's, that's, that was my vibe. Yeah. We're on the same track here. The old split it up. The old split it up. They'll love the ferry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll sleep. They'll wow. Sleep. <laughs> wow. About an hour into the journey, it became clear that our son was car sick. Oh, no. He'd never shown signs before, so we hoped this was just a bit of overexcitement. So we stopped at the services for a lengthy break, lots of fresh air, got on the road again. I got Bear- so, in France yet? No, we live in the north of England. <laughs> the north of England! <laughs> and they were going to port from Portsmouth. Oh, that's a dog of a giant. That, that is like news report worthy of like Newcastle fans travel to Portsmouth <laughs> today for the big game. If that's the, adults on their own if they lost the, it'd be one of those ones where the manager said that they were actually going to pay for the fans uh... <laughs> yeah because it's such an awful journey so an hour in car sick yeah yeah okay. unfortunately the car sickness was here to stay our 300 mile car journey in England Whoa. was punctuated by visiting most services en route for cleaning and changing my son oh. well um, right so several hours later we arrived at the docks <laughs> happy to finally have a bit <laughs> of respite from the left. car no <laughs> However, it transpired the travel sickness was not just limited to the car. I've been on lots of ferry journeys in my life, but few were as rough as this one. (laughs) More of the same, four hours into the ferry journey as I cradled... What the the, the train are they going? Fucking a lap of the UK first? Four hours? Um, I cradled my limp son in my lap as I watched my daughter, seemed to have enough energy for both of them, ran round all the seasick passengers like a whirling dervis. As she ran towards me... At full speed, the ferry tilted against the crashing waves. She fell face first onto the arm of my chair. She burst her lip. I'm not exaggerating. There was blood everywhere. Oh, God. Not wanting to miss out on all the attention her brother was getting, she insisted on sitting on my knee, breathing profusely, while screaming at full volume. My husband was nowhere to be seen. After another couple of... jumped in the sea, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'll drive... You get the ferry. I'll drive the rest of France. (laughs) Yeah. After another couple of horrendous hours riding the high seas, we disembarked at Calais, covered in crusty vomit and blood, my son green and my daughter with lips the size to give the Kardashians a run for their money. Lovely turn of phrase. Oh, even at a time of terror that she's retelling, that, she can bang out a good Kardashian. That, that is, you know, that is, that is top level writing. Um, the oh, night look of- at you, I'm getting absolutely stiff neck boner on that writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll put it in, we'll put it in. <laughs> 
the nightmare continued in the same vein as it's not just my neck that's stiff as we journeyed through northern France it became clear we'd not reached the hotel we booked in advance we decided to stop at the next hotel we came across to use the term loosely it was more like the motel than Norman Bates would preside over and our room was four beds stacked in a row no room to move around this is this like is a basketball a, player's bed <laughs> this is a strange turn of events as I lay in bed unable to sleep due to some strange animal sounds I began to worry about the next day it was my son's sixth birthday oh, no. I couldn't let him wake up in this hellhole on his birthday so as everyone woke up my husband began to sing happy birthday I said silly daddy's got the wrong date it's your birthday tomorrow I, that, this, is a, this is a huge <laughs> error so you can't just invent birthdays I think that's a decision born out of your Panic. head being all over the shop yeah because you would never make that normally right well, no but so were they delayed like my husband he... looked at me like I'd lost the plot as he can be vague over dates he stopped singing my son looked in complete confusion and said I'm sure it's my birthday <laughs> even my daughter looked at me suspiciously but I, I started now so I couldn't back down so we start off again with my husband hissing you sure it's not his birthday me trying to explain the situation I had to phone my mum en route to explain that though she'd baked a birthday cake and decorated she would need to take them all down and tidy them away and not make reference to the fact it was her grandson's birthday until the day after <laughs> we arrived at 7pm exhausted close to tears the next day we sang happy birthday with my son gave him his presents he waited patiently till the song had finished before announcing that it was his birthday yesterday but he thanked us anyway <laughs> So he's gone along with it. But he knows. But I do think sometimes your kids can see if you're losing a plot. And even at young age, yeah. they're like, I swear I've seen the four-year-old say to the two one, just like, just leave him. <laughs> Give him five. You know, like Lineker and Gascoigne. Have a word. Have a word. I'll have a word of him. No, I'll have a word of him. We'll stay out your way. So that could have been you. That's some. Um, oh, God, that sounds horrific. And she says the uh, way home was um, the exact same. Can you same. imagine the joy, though, of just getting there? And just giving your kids to the grandparents. Oh, at least the grandparents are there. I, if I, that was me, and I'd, I'd give the kids to my parents and go to the fridge and down three bottles of beer. <laughs> just to start. <laughs> and then drink mine. Well, I think, imagine if you got there. Because were you getting there and then it was just going to be you four anyway? Yeah. So you wouldn't have even no, had the respite it, when you got there. Do you know what? It was like uh, such a relief. Cause, but we were getting quite anxious about it, a bit stressed and a bit short of each other. Yeah. Me and Lou, and then it was like, do you think we should go like that? And then when we decided not to, we sort of, you know, drew a line under it, we were so happy. I was like, oh my God. Like, and yeah. sometimes we, we're a little bit too hard on ourselves where we'll be like, no, we said we're going to do it, so we're yeah, going to do yeah, it, yeah. we'll get for it, we find it. We're so positive, which is good sometimes, but you don't need to put yourself through unnecessary stress. You shouldn't be, for a you holiday. Shouldn't be approaching a holiday like you're approaching lockdown yeah you're not like we've no, got yes. to get through this it's a holiday we've got to, exactly. we've got to do the this the kids don't care either so what we're doing now is we're going for two nights camping and then my mum and dad live down in Margate but yeah. it's, quite, it's like a quite a, got two bedroom house so it's quite small so we've rented uh, my friend's got like a, a house in Margate that we've rented that was on Airbnb we've rented this like a three bedroom like yeah. right on the beach so that we can see the grandparents Lovely. back for dinner and, and do that and it was like that's such a nice away and also I said I said Blue why don't I've got that booked off work anyway you go away with your mates for two nights somewhere go yeah. to a spa oh. and I'll go golf with the boys <laughs> oh, here we go <laughs> and then here my golf go. plan is coming into its own we've got a um, we've got someone who's also called your turncoat for your golf uh, you really I'm, I've, I can't believe I feel like I'm uncovering a huge conspiracy theory I'm, like, yeah. I'm going to have to start like hiding in the Ecuadorian <laughs> embassy 
people are going to be complaining about. You're going to get thrown off Twitter. You're going to be kicked out of clubs, thrown off the course. (laughs) Scab, scum. You know, like the 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 miners' strike. You're going to find like a golfer, a driver head in your bed as a threat. Just a tea. Just a tea, and you're on the doorstep. Uh, do you want to hear some more Nightmare Journeys? Oh, yes, please. I think now, it's making me feel better about not going. But also, I do apologise in advance to anyone that has is actually currently en route on one of these journeys. Yeah. Imagine hearing that story as you... Imagine going, oh. do you know what? We well, have that parenting podcast, didn't we? <laughs> Rob's going for a trip to Spain. They're talking about it. Let's bang it on for a smile. <laughs> right. When I was eight, my family and I went on a road trip to the south of France. All four kids, our living nanny, my mum and dad, crammed into a Volvo estate like sardines. Trailer full to the brim with camping gear attached to the back. Uh, <laughs> it's a living nanny camping. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, you've got to look after your kids at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine being the living nanny. We're going on holiday. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. Do you want to come? No. No. No, it didn't say my contract. I was going to live in a fucking tent. <laughs> Right. Anyway, they're in the estate. So, I think it's illegal. Yeah. Estate, that's too many people. Well, wait, do you think but that's illegal? I used illegal? to go on the holidays where my dad would build seats out of suitcases in the boot. Yeah, well, wait till you hear this. This is why I'm reading this out. My memory of journey uh, was being covered in my own yellow sick, <laughs> and the return journey was much worse. Driving back, uh, my m- brother and I in the back seats that faced out of the rear window. You know those? Yeah. I have a distinct memory of the trailer tilting on its side as it lost a wheel. Oh, no. The rear right wheel bounced away along the motorway behind us. As the trailer started to tilt, my brother and I were delighted by the five foot high bright orange firework light <laughs> sparks that lit up the rear window. Whilst my petrified mother and father screamed. No mention of the living nanny's reaction. No, I don't know what she did. Uh, she did the trailer probably, poor thing. <laughs> After the incident, so in an attempt to take the stuff that was in the trailer that had been written off. Yeah. The seats were to lay flat for the entire contents of the, ger- of the trailer was put in the back of the car, whilst me, my two brothers, my sister, and the nanny all had to lie flat on the flat on the contents of the trailer for Imagine the rest of the nanny journey home. It feels a HR department now. <laughs> oh dear, there we That's go. That's amazing. That's oh, amazing. Dear Josh and filthy grass. <laughs> Golf grass. Yeah. Filthy grass is the reason not to use the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Love the podcast, guys. I can honestly say it's genuinely helped me get through lockdown with a child, providing me with laughs, etc., etc. Thank you very much. On last week's podcast, I was talking about golf being the perfect excuse for some time away for the kids. Josh asked, what's the strangest hobby that someone's taken up to get time on their own? My hobby may be the answer. Given that my hobbies before having a child were... Rugby league, boxing, MMA, and weightlifting, straight bodybuilding. He All at once. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> He's an absolute beast, this geezer. <laughs> so, here's what I have started doing is jigsaws. Oh, okay. My latest jigsaw. Seems quite a jump. From yeah, he, the yeah. High octane quite, aggression. Quite, quite, but you, it's difficult to get someone to, you know, say, Unless why it, don't you do some of your rugby league? But listen to this. These yeah. are, he's given a three-point reason why jigsaws are his best hobby. Okay. My latest jigsaw is a 2,000-piece jigsaw, basically sunset, meaning approximately 1,200 pieces are green, 400 blue, and the other 400 yellowy-orange. Oh, this is by no means a quick-cut puzzle to complete. <laughs> what I do is I start the jigsaw on the breakfast bar in the kitchen, Meaning as soon as I've started, my partner actually wants me to finish it so we can pack it away. Yeah. 
So, she never once disputes when I suggest I do a bit of the jigsaw. Oh, <laughs> this bloke's a genius. Yeah. In some instances, she actually promised me to do some more to get it finished. I'll wipe their bums, you do your jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, you get on with that bloody Anything jigsaw. Anything that can help. Because the jigsaw looks like it would take a long time to complete. I don't have to rush it. On some occasions, I can get up to two and a half hours to myself before the other half asks me to go back to being a father. <laughs> Not only this, but I found I can actually spend around 10 to 15 minutes finding a few pieces to add to the jigsaw, then have 15 to 20 minutes of quiet time staring blankly at the box of pieces like a zoned out gonk before it arouses suspicion. It genuinely is quite therapeutic and for a short while I forget that I'm surviving on roughly three to five hours of broken sleep per night at the minute. Also, there are practically uh, an infinite amount of different jigsaws, so this can never run out. I'm on my third of the 15 that I brought when I took up puzzling. 15, he bought 15, 15 jigsaws. Well, God, it's like, it's just like when Abramovich took over Chelsea. <laughs> she bought every 15 jigsaws. That, the bot, that's mad. To be fair, I do that with Lego sometimes. If I start a big Lego thing, yeah. and I'm like, I'll do Lego with the girls, and then I basically give them the little minifigures to build as I'm building yeah. the main bit of it, and then I move it from the table to like, the kitchen side, and then again, I'm like, oh, let me just crack on with it so it gets done. So that is perfect. a great... Perfect, it's perfect. He's really nailed it. He obviously is... He sounds I mean, like quite an obsessive man. Yeah, he does. He does. He's, he's, he's a busy he's, guy. He's a triathlete. Is it Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> it's a man called who who calls himself Luke the Puzzle Master Smith. So even even this is like is slight. He's managed to make puzzles alpha. <laughs> yeah, he's mastered them. I'm the ma- I'm your you, you little jigsaw. You're my bitch. I'm the master. Get on that kitchen side and get dealt with by me. Yeah, even that's a bit of great. I like him. I yeah. like his vibe. I like his vibe. Call he's, me a grass. He's, he's absolutely coming for you. But um, yeah, he's really had to go full alpha to tell parenting podcast about his puzzle obsession. He's genuinely because on worried. paper that's not a cool thing to have done. I think it's cool, but down the rugby club, you, it's not you your don't own think an anecdote. Cool. No, Is and it? he's he's doing it on the parenting podcast because he's confident none of his mates listen to this. Oh yeah, yeah. All the, 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 we don't get a lot of bodybuilders listening to this, do you? No, no. So if you've got any better ways than jigsaws, I might take, I might do another jigsaw. I did do a jigsaw at the start of lockdown. Yeah. And it was on the kitchen table. It was that kind of situation. But I wasn't consciously doing a Luke Puzzle Master Smith. <laughs> no, I did it because I actually find it quite therapeutic. But yeah. it does get you out of parenting a little bit. And also, you're so ingrained in the puzzle. If the kids are screaming, you don't really hear. Well, the other thing is you can kind of occasionally get your daughter involved. Did you do this? Yeah. Get her to put a bit in? But yeah, so at first I was like, no, this is annoying because they keep ruining it and the delay in progress. But actually, in a way, that's increasing right. progress. It's exactly. Because it's longer. I've got, <laughs> take her a minute, let me just sort out the bit she ruined. <laughs> when I played with her and we had that interaction. Why don't you two go off and do something together? Because we've been doing something together. I just need to sort it out now. I... Or this will never get finished and we've got people coming over the weekend. <laughs> I do that with the gardening. I'll do that with something I do while I was potting out some plants. Oh, yeah. And then you do an hour's gardening which needs doing anyway can I tell you mine I mean I'm going to get more turncoat snitch stuff oh yeah sorting out the garage or the shed well I know we've had yeah I've you've had, had previous on this but yeah. normally if I'm saying I'm sorting that out I could, the best one the recycling do you change do you sort your recycling into different bits yeah and I get no one's even needed to do I'm, that since the mid 90s <laughs> breaking down the cardboard oh breaking down the cardboard breaking, it's an absolute classic man. breaking down the car I walk sometimes if I'm walking back from the shops and I see some unbroken down cardboard that I know they're not going to take away I take it into my garden to break it down <laughs> that's where I'm at with recycling 
Also, your garden. What's the snail situation in your garden? Well, the snail situation is absolutely perilous. <laughs> so I had the garden around today just to do a kind of um, post-lockdown kind of tidy up. Yeah. I just didn't know this could be a thing. So they said that... So I was like, there's a lot of snails. <laughs> and then I heard him on the on the uh, phone to his kind of boss. Mm. And he's like, there's more snails. There's mo- most snails I've ever seen. <laughs> right. And so we have like... Lit, like What's the most you've ever seen? I reckon that's three. What? No, not now, mate. So on Friday <laughs> night, we were in the garden, like having yeah. a glass of wine. It was dark, so we had the like, we've got the lights, and then you have a few. We've got a few in the flower beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it lit up the bush, and you could see like twenty snails <laughs> lit <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, like, projected like Batman. <laughs> Maybe you put out the call. Yeah, snail man's it. In a and they just all descended so to. So now God. I'm gonna have to. It's a difficult one. So someone's like, you could just get get all the snails and put them in the bucket and take them to the park. But no, oh, I don't mean, mean for a day trip. <laughs> you don't have any snail bucket, man. Imagine if. I saw that Josh Willicum. He's a bit salty, actually. I said, what are you doing there, mate? And he had a bucket full of snow. <laughs> and you were just like, throwing him in a bush. If I got like hit by a car on the way there or something, and I was have to be taken to hospital with a bag of snails. That would be so funny. Um, what a headline that will be. <laughs> So at a snail's pace. I don't, I don't think, or, or, I know. Or, or track it'll do, it'll do. What would be that if you got hit by a car, not maybe, like, yeah. Not without fatally, snails. Like, if you weren't fatally, because it's fatally injured, that's I it. think they'd just go factual, wouldn't they? If, yeah, I if, was it was just a, if you just like got knocked and you were fine, but it's a story because you're on the telly, you yeah. were hiring a bucket of snails. Okay. There's too many elements for a headline. <laughs> Should we go kick that one? Didn't kick the bucket. <laughs> or we'd go down the snail route. The shell, uh, uh, shellfish driver leaves poor, poor, poor TV host kicking the bucket. Too much. It's hard to do. I think if I saw that headline, shellfish driver leaves poor TV host. <laughs> I would go. I don't know what that. I don't think that communicates the story. It doesn't, does it? Um. So, so I can't take them to the park. Yeah, obviously you can't take a bucket of snails to the park. <laughs> also, it's like ages. You're busy, man. You ain't got time to collect. Imagine snails. also that when you get to the park, you've got to find a kind of secluded bit to tip out the snails. You look like you're doing something really dodgy. Yeah. Anyway, he said there's too many snails to deal with them. That's his job. No, 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 no. It's not like that's what he wanted. No, 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 We've got all these snails. Yeah. Um, they're eating the plants. We've bought all these plants in the garden centre that are being eaten. Which yeah. He was like, you can get need to get some like snail snug pellets. Oh. Slug pellets, not snug pellets. Yeah. And um, so obviously like, oh God, do I want to... Um, Kill so them all. And then also... Want, per, uh, oh, okay. There'll be loads of dead snails everywhere. Yeah, and you don't also, you don't want your daughter picking up slug pellets. No. And playing no, exactly. with them and eating them or whatever. So yeah. I've Googled ethical... Ethical slug palettes. Oh, you're so East London. So East London, right? So I've got, I found these ones on on Amazon, and they've got a four point seven rating out of five. But they say when the (laughs) they say they what salt got? (laughs) What salt's rated? (laughs) It's got to be five across the board, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's called organic slug and snail control. Yeah. When they eat it, it says they don't die. They just like that is a. That's they just go underground. Is a, is a PR word for genocide. 
isn't it? Yeah, well, to be honest, I don't know what my other options so are. So what is it? It kills them? No, they just... This is the weirdest thing. <laughs> so what does it do to them? In the Amazon-based Q&A about the uh, Snell and Slug oh, What pellets, a world. What a world. Um, what kind of... What, how many reviews? Including, is it, it dog-friendly? Yes. Is it okay around birds and wildlife? Yes. So all good. And then yeah. it's like... Um, what colour are the pellets? Light blue. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, does it I... kill the snails? No, they just eat it and then they burrow underground. What is that? How does it do that? It is, just... Is it like the Matrix pill? Does <laughs> <laughs> it get blue and red ones? <laughs> Snail so, just their the, perception of the world. Is it so disgusting? But then if they eat a bit, they'll just eat the plants instead. They if eat the got... pellet and then they're like, I'm just going to go underground now. But I'm going to stay alive. Or maybe, I don't know, is it like ketamine they and they're not hungry because they're like self red? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a load of monged out snails in my garden. <laughs> oh God. Just gurning with their mouth to the bottom of the <laughs> through the soil. So I don't know what to do. If anyone's wow. and by the way, the idea of like put some silver foil around the plants that doesn't work. What, 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 that's that's one of the ideas suggested. That's insane. There's too many snails also, for a bit of silver many foil. Silver, there's too many plants as well. Yeah, exactly. So that the game's like, over Paul for Nicholas that. in EastEnders. <laughs> It's <laughs> really old reference, but I, the kind of reference I get on board with. You're exactly, playing to the yeah. right market there. Well, I'm mate. in your office. It feels like 1997. <laughs> Talking of um, snail control and the uh, ethical to salt-based conundrum you've got, Josh. Yeah, I've had a few more salty, non-salty, Josh. Do you think I should just go out to my garden and be salty? And that would. Yeah, just go out there and just sort of sneer. Or just don't just don't respond. Um, this one, I thought we'd seen it, seen the back of salty non salty. I've, I've put a shout out for me being salty or non salty, but yeah, we've had no, nothing. Absolutely pure, pure. You know, maybe I'm just such a great guy. You don't even notice how I'm being. Um, but this is non salty, Josh. Hi guys, great podcast. I met Josh at the rap party for season two of his sitcom Josh. I was working the bar that night and we had no idea it was a rap party. Just that a large booking was coming in, so we weren't quite prepared for how much they all drank. Yeah. This would have been in your heyday of booze. Yeah, yeah, you were you was a bit of a boy. I was a big boy. An unlikely boy for unli- drinking. Unlikely you would have on paper, but you could drink a I lot. I could put it away. You put it away, loved it. Um, and then would be sick and carry on. That's what I've always liked about you. Yeah. You don't take a defeat. I don't take defeat. Anyway, my main memory was Ellis James, which we've got to get Ellis James in the podcast. Yeah, that's... Well, never has a man been spoken of so much. I know. <laughs> and he literally, he's one of your best mates who worked with him for years. I know, but we, we are going to do it. It's just mad because... I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This must be the most in demand Ellis has ever been to be on anything. <laughs> my main my main memory was that Ellis James was trying to convince everyone, including me, that tequila and lemonade is a good idea. Oh. I mean, I'm not that against it. Lemonade will soften it. Yeah. It? But um, anyway. Tequila is a great drink. Only good stuff. The crap stuff is a tequila. Yeah, but it's, it makes you happy as opposed to other alcohol. Like, it's, it's an upper rather than a downer whiskey makes me like that but then does I go it? loopy oh yeah it's too much yeah um, but I know what you mean though. it does lift you lift you, it makes you warm and fuzzy but then it like... can't be my drink we couldn't like go for a pint and I'll be also, like I'll just could... have a tequila please but that's something that Luke Puzzlemaster Smith would do <laughs> <laughs> um I've, uh, I told you have I told you the NCT story where we went to the pub of NCT like mm. all the dads and we didn't know it was that one the kids were like three months old so we were all just like dragging ourselves to this pub to be polite yeah. and uh, like the, the wives and girlfriends were like oh yeah go out it'll be nice to see everyone and like anyway so we went out it was like it was literally like from 8 till 9.30 and everyone had to get back to yeah. like night feed so we all had like two pints and then we sort of at the end of our second month, I was sort of chatting it was quite nice enough and then one of them was like 
uh, it was whiskey and I was like no don't no no one's whiskey mate <laughs> I've we're out we've got, I've got to stay up all night I've got a three month I don't want a whiskey I don't want a whiskey and then he's like let's all get whiskey let's get whiskey he's been a bit sort of alpha I said alright okay we'll get a whiskey was it Luke Puzzle Master Smith? it may be I don't know he turned up in rugby league gear <laughs> um, but um, yeah so it was then like that and then everyone else was like alright okay we'll have one if you want to have one and then it was like, who else who else and we'll have one and, he went, and then he went, pointed to me like he asked me first he went, how many ice cubes do you want I was like Three? Three? <laughs> Bloody hell, we want any whiskey with your ice cubes? And I was like, I don't even want a whiskey, never want ice cubes with it. And he kept going three and they're like trying to make it a big thing. Like, three, he wants three cubes, oh, three cubes. Just don't call me three cubes. And then that uh, on the group still occasionally says, how is he going, three cubes? Like this one comment that's now five years ago. Oh, fucking, here so we go. How many cubes you better have? That's what I said. All right, sorry, I didn't know. Oh, three cubes, oh, any more cubes? We've got three cubes. Well, how many should you have? Is that one or two? Oh, we're not far off. <laughs> I'm not some nine cubes of ice. <laughs> anyway, but um, anyway. Yeah, so this is Ellis James's tequila lemonade PR man. Uh, yeah, but Josh is very lovely to all of us that night, and I even managed to grab a selfie with him at the end. In case he remembers, I was a stupidly tall barman. Uh, I was quite ill. I don't remember it. It was like like the day, two days before Christmas. It was one of those ones where. You know when you're ill, but yeah. there's a big night. Yeah, and you can't miss you, it. You're like, I've just got to push myself through, and actually having this alcohol will really help me. Mm. Well, stupidly tall. I mean, what's stupid? I, I think stupidly tall is beyond seven foot, and I doubt you. <laughs> I'd say six four, and he loves it. Yeah, he absolutely buzzes off being six four. <laughs> I, I don't want to cast aspersions, but I feel like that's your main thing. I think that would be first on anything you put down on a dating buyer. Six four <laughs> and a bomb. <laughs> Should be tall. I'm so bloody tall. It's the reference point in an email. I'm so bloody tall. Does he, what's he called? Alex Sharp. I don't remember stupidly but, tall man that no, night. No. And he says, in case he remembers, I was stupidly tall barman. Although I doubt he will, as the bar tab was so massive, stupidly massive or massive. It's up to you, Alex. You, you're in charge of the stupids. Um, it was so massive, the BBC took two weeks to pay it. Whoa! Like first and foremost, I pay my license fee. That is... I don't want to be paying for these media elites to have a That is terrible, isn't it? I would it? argue, though, it, wouldn't, it would be the production company, not it would be the production He's, company paying yeah. for those, and it would not come out of BBC budgets that we pay for as a licence fee. It's very unlikely that went up to the Director General to sign off. Yeah, exactly. I would say, I want to know, Alex Sharp, if you're listening, how tall are you? And if you are over 6'7", I apologise. Yeah. If you're under, I think six foot... I'd say 6'6 six, six and above is stupidly tall. 6'5 yeah. is just a really tall man. Okay, well, we'll is see. Is that fair? I think that's acceptable, yeah. Because I, I think some people are six foot four, you don't even realise they're tall. Like if no. They're, if, they're, if they're well built enough... You're, you're just, just a tall guy. Yeah, you're just a so tall guy. So like, also, like, I'm five foot eight, or you're five foot seven. Yeah. I wouldn't say wish... Five foot six. I wouldn't say five foot, even five foot six is stupidly short. Five foot four in a man. Yes, that's when it's a not a problem. No, but it's never a problem. A new challenge. Exactly. For said man, I'm, you know... I'm speaking. You don't have to pay VAT on your shoes. It's a little bonus in that <laughs> sense. <laughs> they do get bonuses. My mate, he's about my eye, but he's size five shoe. But it's kids shoes. Absolutely. It's the same shoe. Same level. Also, you can have a picture of Snoopy on his shoes and it's easy for him to exactly. find. Velcro. <laughs> well, I've got a salty one as well, Josh. Sorry to bring oh, yeah, the vibe yeah, that's down. Fine. That's good. My salty Josh experience took place at Glastonbury in 2015. Oh, well, you shouldn't be coming up to me at Glastonbury. <laughs> This you would be absolutely flying. I'd have been having a great time. Ah, time of your life. Yeah. Especially now that was like, you know, a couple of years before the baby. Your peak. I'm trying to remember what year Glastonbury You're bowling round Kanye West. I can't right. remember who was on that year. You're That's... three years into hosting Last Leg. 
Co-hosting, yeah, but yeah. I'd have been doing all right for myself. You're doing all right for yourself. Do you know what? I'd have been at the point where I wasn't worrying that it would dry up like I am now. Exactly. You're sort of like, if it does end tomorrow, I've had a good go at it. Yeah. That's your vibe. You're in Glasgow, no kids. You're at the peak of your boozing. You're having a great time. And I think this woman who's soon to be in her late 20s in the year 2020, I can be be salty to her. She's mid-20s. She's mid-twenties. Right, so she comes up to you, right? Anyway, she realised that wearing dungarees, I mean, she could fit a whole bag of wine inside them, making it easier to dispense rather than put it in a backpack. Yeah. So in the, she's like, sort of like a kangaroo pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it was... So she's already kind of dealt with pregnancy in that sense. Well, even... this is what you're saying. It also had an added bonus of making me look eight months pregnant so I could get space. Yeah. People get also probably. Who's thinking there's an eight month pregnant person by the pyramid stage at Glastonbury? <laughs> I wouldn't think that and through. I think you shouldn't be fucking here, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> get home, you lunatic. <laughs> um, anyway, as the wine bag diminished, I got more wobbly. So God knows what the other festivals going and thought of this now approximately four month pregnant. Like, she was getting less. She was like the Benjamin Button yeah. of pregnancy, right? Anyway, um, so she got, she went down to four months pregnant as the bag got drunk. We were next to one of the stages to watch Bell and Sebastian or maybe Jungle. Yeah, Sunday night. I remember that. Which who was it? It was they were. Uh, is it Bell, Bell and Sebastian? Sebastian? Was about it was about seven p.m. on the Sunday night because I remember I think it was when LCD Sound System were playing later okay. that night. Well, Sunday night at Glastonbury, everyone's in a bit. I think yeah, everyone needs to be taken. Excuse the pun, the pinch of salt, oh, or that. a pinch of Richard James's ethical <laughs> snail control. <laughs> anyway, so Sunday night, you stood next to each other. Um, who did we bump into? But Mister Widdicombe himself. My mate said, "Hey, Bump into implies we have known each other previously. Yeah, you've got no idea. You don't know. That's that, yeah. You haven't bumped into it. You've seen from afar. Yeah, I, I didn't go. You've oh met. yeah. Oh, good to see you again. How's yeah. the baby? Anyway, um, hey, Josh Whittacombe, would you like some of our wobbly bag? Okay, so I'm going to defend you. I don't like this initial no. contact because no. they put you on the spot and they're they 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 not going to they're drink doing... wine from her stomach." <laughs> I don't know, it's day three of just day. You probably did worse on the Saturday night. And uh, yeah, also as well, they've they've started the initiate they've initiated the conversation yeah. with an in-joke. Yeah. Which always put a comic on their back foot because they're like, right, you're trying to do a joke, but I don't understand. Am I it. am I being pranked here? Are um, you pranking me with a wobbly yeah. belly wine bag? Yeah, exactly. Um and anyway, and they whipped out what was left of the bag. Josh frowned and said, no, he wouldn't. And even though we tried to insist, he refused to join us for a drink of tepid Sainsbury's Chardonnay. And hindsight, he would have been mad to do it, but we can only dream. I, I defend you here, Josh. Yeah. I think sometimes a salty response is warranted and necessary. I, and I, I, I would have been the same there as well. I think also there's something about someone offering you a half empty bag of wine that you think you're gonna have it's gonna yeah. be piss or get piss or it's ca- have some sort of drug in it yeah or like or, or most likely piss with drug in it so, and also you're trying to watch Bell and Sebastian you don't need exactly it. no offence Helly he's there for Bell and Sebastian not to meet new people exactly yeah exactly well yeah, anyway so well, that, I don't think it was that salty you just didn't want to drink from her bag another week and I've got away with it I think it's not salty to refuse a drink no I get I get this a lot though in bars because people go oh, if they're a bar now they go oh Rob you're right have a shot and I'm, I, I'm too polite to say no to a shot. Do you I, then say just one or two ice cubes, though? Because <laughs> just to be very Five clear. cubes in the shot, please. <laughs> Daddy's hot. I once, this is... Three cubes. A guy bought me a drink in a pub. Yeah. And then um, he was just talking to me and talking to me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go and sit with my friends. And he was like, but I've just bought you a drink. And I was like, yeah, but I... 
And in the end, I had to pay him off. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay you back for the drink if I can. I'm <laughs> oh, so upset in fruit. Okay, well, here's £5.50. Can you stop talking to me? <laughs> Sorry, mate, but I'm... I'm going to buy out. You've like, you like been in a company. I'm buying out. I'm buying out of this, okay? You go off on this venture, but I'm buying out of this round. Yeah. Buying out of a round. So, that's the email I want to get. Sorry, Josh. Josh bought me out of a round because he didn't want to talk to me. If you're there, um, please do email in. If you want to get in touch, this is how. Email us hello at lockdownparenting.co.uk or we're on Twitter at lockdownparents. Oh, I think the penny's out. Oh, what? Breaking news. Hang on, let me just ring Lou. Hello, Lou. Yeah, right, the penny is out. Right, you're, we're, we're, you're on loudspeaker for the podcast. Oh, hello. So, oh, right. Josh is here. Hello. Hello, um, hi, Josh. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm going to have to search for any more human feces. <laughs> so, Lou, 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 please, can you deliver the breaking news to the listeners? The coin has left the building. <laughs> wow. Um, what? Literally... As I was, I spent 20 minutes on hold to the receptionist at the doctor's. I had to explain to her what had happened, that uh. I wasn't supervising my child and I let her eat money. Um, and then, because it, it's been six days, I'm concerned. And then, as I'm on the phone to the receptionist, the youngest one is pooing it out. Was so it? She just wanted me to explain it to one more set of strangers. And then <laughs> it. Was, was, it, was it a difficult release? Did she seem un, under duress or did she just squeeze not, it out? Not at all. Quite happy. Did it ding? It's a, it, it's a penny. Did it ding? It didn't ding. Oh, oh I think we should keep it. it was quite firmly encased oh, in, no. in shit. Did wow. you... Um, did you oh, have you met... Did... All right. Probably a tax man one in half. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask what you're going to do um, with it? Uh, well, I've, I've got it in a little pot for you, Rob, to, oh. to look at when you get home. Yeah, lovely. And she's all right, though. You've got. Have you metal detected her just to see there's not any more up there? Uh, in I haven't there. metal detected her yet um, because I don't know how to work the machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll do it when I get home. I'm surprised if she ate more than one penny. Yeah, she can't. But then I'm surprised she ate one penny, like, to be honest. We'll have to put her down at Margate Front in a 2p machine amusement. <laughs> um, well, thanks for the update, Lou, and um, I'm happy that my child no longer That's has right. a penny. So, thank you, Lou, for doing most of the poo squishing over the past six days, I think. Yeah, let's not bring this up because I did introduce the idea of scanning her before you dived into a big pile of shit again. Oh, that's not always possible, is it? When there's a potty full of poo that Lou, you're desperate to throw away. Lou, would you like to discuss um, how we divvy up the weekly food shop? Um, no, I would not because I quite like our marriage. <laughs> right, uh, thanks for letting us know, I'm really Lou. in the mood for ending it. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I'll speak to you later. All right, talk to you later. I love you, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you know what a positive there is? Oh. She quite likes your marriage. <laughs> she quite likes it, She quite God. likes it. You got to be pleased with that. She quite likes it. Um, oh, I don't think we've got time. Maybe I can tell it next week, but my day of being an absolute dad legend. Oh, that's... I, I absolutely... You know, some days are just like... Because I think it's only fair on this podcast. I talk about how it goes wrong. Yeah. But I had a day. I had the kids on my own. And I absolutely destroyed it. And I'll talk you through it next well, time. Well, let's trail that. That's oh. something to look forward to next Monday. It was what outrageous. We... I was like a man on a mission, though. Just like, what more can I do? Wow. It's like when Liverpool won the league. And I was like, what, the records? <laughs> how and many goals do I need? How many points? 100 points? <laughs> could we do 100 points? But yeah, I'll let you know about it on a, on a, on Tuesday. Um, 
And on Tuesday, we'll also be joined by uh, the amazing Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh, yeah, great episode, that one. Anyone you want us to um, interview, um, let us know. Let us know. And if you've got an interview... If you've got a contact details for them. Yeah, because obviously we've got a fair reach, but if there's anyone you've got a link in and you could get us, yeah. let us know. Boris? Either of the Obamas. Either of the Obamas. Well, um, yeah, let us know who you want us to interview. And follow us on Instagram. It is run by our I was by our wives, uh, yes. Lou and Rose, although we haven't asked them to do it yet, but I'm sure. And uh, so they will respond to any questions you have about our parenting on there. Yeah. And then we can go over that. Yeah, so they, they can confirm or deny certain stories yeah. and facts. Um, but yeah, they'll be running it and putting up some, some stuff. That'd be quite, I think I feel a bit vulnerable with them running it. Yeah, so like do it. I. What if it goes really well and it's better than the podcast? All I can say is, as long as there's no OnlyFans, or if there is an OnlyFans, I'll get a profit split. <laughs> That's only fair. It's going to be terrible, isn't it, when we're doing the podcast as a spin-off of the Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, <laughs> figures are up. Why, probably that lingerie shoot from last week. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back, as always, on Tuesday with Ramesh. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.